Hello, welcome back to my podcast channel and good morning everyone. So today, I'm gonna raise up a topic. It's very interesting topic. It's about impulsive buying. Okay, now imagine Jay of day 6 saying to you in an emphasize about impulsive buying. Um, how to avoid impulsive buying and what's the tips of not being an impulsive buyer so yeah um, based on Google well actually it's from brainfather.org um, impulsive shopping or impulsive buying for some is our weakness strikes at the end of a crazy day and it happens when we want to pamper ourselves or discover a great deal discount or buying incentive but What else makes us vulnerable? The research says that it's a lot of things, often all at once. So yeah, basically impulsive buying are um, caused by few variables, few things that might be might could be explained by behavioral science. As a consumers, we usually believe that we make conscious choices based on what we need and want. Most of us feel sure about the reasons behind our various purchases from clothes furniture to bread mints like for me myself i usually do impulsive buying when it's related to k-pop merch and i've been doing that a lot because the k-pop merch that i usually see it's very appealing it's very cute and most of the girls Most of my female friends are struggling with this impulsive buying when they find cute stuff. So like they don't really see the purpose of the stuff they buy, but because it's cute, they just buy it. Something like that. Brainfather.org said that the typical reasons for impulsive buying are the first one is enjoyment. We tend to pick up things that make us happy. The thought of immediate pure pleasure can be insanely powerful, particularly when we are stressed out. So yeah, um, this enjoyment we find when we do impulsive buying, when we see cute things, when I see a K-pop merch, is to really stress. Like um, I bought that thing for myself, for uh, not for someone else. So yeah, I I'm happy. I have money. So. I tend to buy it. I want to buy it because I have money. And I don't think about the future consequences if I keep doing that. Like for example, if I do K-pop merch today, which cost me about 150,000 rupees, it means that I couldn't eat for next week. Like I couldn't top up my crab food, ofo or go food. balance because I trade my 150,000 rupees to buy K-pop merch today something like that and then the second one is loss aversion I've been telling you about loss aversion in this podcast like over and over again I keep repeatedly telling you about that so yeah when we see a discount that is being offered by GrabFood for example like um buy two get one free or get 
30% discount for minimum buying of 60,000 rupees and something like that it makes us think that oh, okay I think I'm just gonna make my basket until it reach 60,000 rupees to get 30% discount which doesn't really um, reduce or deduct the actual price of it like when you buy a food and it's actually excessive for one meal for 60,000 rupees for a 30% discount you just only get 20,000 discount so like you subtract it from 60,000 minus 20,000 it's going to be 40,000 well um, you just need to buy food for 30,000 rupees something like that so yeah it's less aversion and I've done this a lot when doing a food purchase or food delivery so yeah I'm actually sharing this to you guys because I'm also struggling with um, impulsive buying especially when it comes to food or k-pop merch so i hope what i experienced could inspire you guys to like being aware of it being aware of your impulsive buying and being more cautious about how you spend your money something like that so yeah and the third one it's still related to loss of fashion it's about thinking you've spotted a bargain it usually happens when you visit a mall and you see like um, there is 20% off or 50% plus 20% discount for a certain clothes or certain things that you see on that department store. So even if you don't need that clothes, even if you don't need that thing that you are um, facing right now, you're still gonna buy it because your mind are immediately think like okay uh, this might only happen once in a lifetime so why don't I just buy these clothes for a cheap price something like that like you have to be aware and you have to be cautious about this because actually in impulsive buying you might buy something that you don't really need and it leads to hoarding behavior and like you you're you're gonna just make any excuses to keep that things to you while you don't really need it so it messes up with your priority scale and it messes up your financial condition <laughs> then the fourth one it's still related to what i just said about the hoarding behavior so usually people who do impulsive buying a lot they just think that they need to stockpile things like for example uh, okay um, for a week I'm gonna need a milk a bread and then oh I think I'm just gonna need to stock two milks and two bread meanwhile you don't really need that but it's just you foresee the future and like you see your financial optimistic way but you see your future in um, pessimistic way so like uh, what if something happened what if the price is going up and what if I eat more than I usually do so you need to stockpile and again it messes up with your priority scale or budgeting 
And then the last one is biased evaluation of use. For impulsive buyer, they are usually um, finding an excuses. Like they find a lot of excuses to justify that their spending is the right one. Usually, um, impulsive buyer are having this overconfidence bias. So they are being so confident without putting up a benchmark or putting up a risk that they might face consequences in the future. And because of this bias, because they are very optimistic, they are convinced that they will eat all the food that they store or wear every item of the clothing that they bought or use all the household items they picked up. It doesn't really matter if this is not going to happen, but impulsive buyer will still go ahead and buy optimistically. These are the five reasons that might lead someone to be an impulsive buyer. Talking about biases from behavioral finance, we already uh, explained, we already mentioned about loss aversion and then overconfidence. And then I think an impulsive buyer also have bounded rationality. What is a bounded rationality? It's actually the like, cognitive ability for someone to rationally calculate or rationally think about the spending they are going to make in every decision. So for example, if we have this limited capability to calculate something like from our budget and something like that, we are tend to mis, uh, miscalculate the consequences, miscal miscalculate the risk, and that is the boundary rationality. So we keep doing the purchase. And then we don't see any problems with that in the future because we we cannot do a calculation meticulously, something like that. So just beware and make sure that you put all your spending or all your budget or all your priority scale in a spreadsheet and let the spreadsheet do its thing so it can prevent you from doing an impulsive buying yeah and then i've already sent a question in instagram to ask my friend about how they resolve this impulsive buying so like i've got some of the tips that you might do this you might apply this in your life from balindo storus from balindo haiba his way to prevent him from impulsive buying is give it a week or if it costs more than 20% of my salary, give it a month. So basically, um, it's quite similar to Arzi. Hi Arzi. Arzi said that 7 days rule always work on me. So before you decide to buy something, put it in your basket first and then think about it at least a week. If it's not really important or if it's not on your priority scale so after you think about it, like for seven weeks you will see that do you need that or you don't need that and then like it save you it save it save your cost if it's if it costs more than 20 percent 
from the salary think about it at least a month and then you can see whether you still need it or not so that's the way uh, to prevent impulsive buying and then um, there is one from Rochelle hello Rochelle did you listen to my podcast I hope so Rochelle said that set a weekly budget withdraw your set money don't use your card only cash Hmm, interesting because I usually suggest my listener to use card instead of cash but I guess since people nowadays are more accustomed to using cards wherever they go like they are doing the cashless transaction so they're the higher intention to spend money on their card or at their crisis transaction is increasing so yeah i think russell's suggestions might apply for modern people nowadays so like for me i used to think that whenever i had cash in my wallet i have to spend it like in a day but rochelle thinks the opposite way so it's better for her to just take or withdraw some set of money for a week and then you stick to that budget for a week for example at this point i think you just have to personalize your needs with what's the best method that you can do if limited cash is work to you is working with you so you can go ahead you can do that but if you think that you just need to budget your money and then like um divide it into a post so yeah if it works just do that go ahead and then the last one is from Bayot. so she said that um, make a priority list save or bookmark first and if you still see that on your list and you're still thinking about that after a while just buy it so yeah it's quite similar to what Balindo and RZ offer or suggested before so just make your priority scale first and then put that in the basket and give it a moment to think don't rush don't ever buy that when you are in a high emotions or high adrenaline just like what people said like um you don't make any decision when you are angry or happy because those two emotions are too extreme in making a decision and for me i think the first one you need to set your priority like for a month for me myself i make a budgeting i make my priority list so i would put the most important thing first and then my debt and then my subscriptions and then the cost the fixed cost that i need to pay so i will have the total budget for a month for fixed cost and then i will have on the very last uh the the rest of my money the rest of my salary and then i will think about that it usually like uh consists um 10 percent from my salary and then i make this kind of priority list like for this month I would like to buy this album for next month. I would like to buy adult clothes for next month. I would like to buy a book or something like that. I usually set my priority like that. But then I joined this line group 
and actually the owner keeps offering us something new to buy so like i have to really really have the urge to control myself not to buy anything out of my sight instantly so i need to really think about that like for example few days ago um this popular k-pop website k-tone for you had a discount and like there is a light stick from a group that i was uh, that i liked so the light stick is originally cost at 500,000 rupees and then it got discount so for the ms ems and tax and blah 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 it reduces to 300,000 rupees like it's really tempting and i do think about buying it but then god saved me the universe saved me <laughs> so there is no one that joined me to buy that light stick in a box so yeah i'm being saved and then like few days ago i also put a lot of things on my shopping basket in e-commerce <clears throat> and then it cost me like 300,000 rupees to buy <clears throat> and then I check my balance so I don't think that um, the rest of my balance would cover that cost like and then I give it a thought so I prevent myself I control myself so like okay I, there will be more time so like I, I'll give it a think I'll give it a moment to stay on my basket and they're not going to disappear since the stock is quite high so i'm just gonna buy it next month or next next month something like that so yeah that's how i control myself the first one is set priority list the second one is budgeting budgeting is very very important at this age especially when you are going to do a saving so the budgeting you need to do that either in the beginning of the month or at the end of the month if you do budgeting at the end of the month you can see how much spending you do on that particular month but if you do that at the beginning of the month actually you can strain yourself from buying something else from buying something that you don't need so you can set your priority right something like that so budgeting will consist of main or your primary need and then how much your debt left and then your subscription and all other fixed cost and then your saving so after you um, divide your money into what you need to pay first you have to allocate some money to go into your saving account and then after that going to your saving account you can have the rest for you like it's usually like 10% or 20% of your primary salary something like that so the first one is set priority the second one is budgeting and the third one is giving it a thought so what just like what my friend have explained to me give it a thought give it a moment for you to think whether you do really need that or doesn't need that and then the fourth one it might work for you as well limit your spending you can limit it um, from your bank account or from your card or anything that you think it's gonna be possible like 
for Rochelle herself, she limit her cash withdrawal, and so she stick with the cash she hold in her hands, something like that. So I think that's all um, to prevent you to avoid impulsive buying. Well, after you listen to this podcast, I hope it this it gives you a lot of insights, and I hope that we can grow together to have a healthy financial spending and budgeting, and we can save more for our future, and that we can be rational. Well, you have to know that irrational doesn't mean bad, but if we can actually manage our finance, that would be great. So yeah, thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!